You're listening to Spice Radio, 1200 AM's The Morning Buzz, and we are speaking to Doris Ma, co-founder of the Stand with Asians Coalition. This is part of our Hands Against Racism campaign. Doris, thank you so much for joining us this morning. Thank you so much for having me. We, so I want to get into the work that you do. You've been a big part of our Hands Against Racism campaign because the idea of this is to have conversation with folks like yourself on the anti-racism initiatives that they're doing out in the community. So first off, let's talk about Stand with Asians Coalition. How did it all get started? Mm, thank you so much. Well, I wanted to just first off saying, acknowledging that I'm speaking to you from the homeland of the Hakamiyam, uh, Anishinaabe uh, people, which is because I'm located in Ottawa right now. Uh, yes, I want to say hello to all of you, uh, Sashrika, and thank you so much for uh, asking me this question. Standard Asians Coalition started in 2021, and as we all know, in 2020, because of uh, COVID-19 pandemic, there were a lot of scapegoating uh, against uh, Chinese and Asians uh, because the original uh, speculation was uh, the virus came from China. And as we all know, uh, the stats were very troubling back in 2021 when uh, the Bloomberg uh, article uh, called Vancouver the capital of anti-Asian racism in North America. And so this is how uh, and why uh, I co-founded the Asians Coalition, because I lived in Burnaby, and uh, the percentage of anti-Asian racism was over 300% increase uh, in 2021. Uh, and since then, uh, we have been very active uh, rallying around uh, the whole country, uh, different cities, mm-hmm, to, uh, to uh, look for proclamations for cities to declare May 10 as a day of action against anti-Asian racism. Um, and so that's how we all started. And, you know, for you, Doris, you know, when especially, you know, you take us back to 2020 and we saw a lot of the anti-Asian uh, sentiment that was coming out, unfortunately, in this country. Uh, for you, why was it important for you to get out there and speak up? Because sometimes it can be very hard. It can be challenging. So for you, why did you want to get involved? I got involved because um, I remember watching this very troubling video of this over 90-year-old man uh, being pushed out of 7-Eleven in Chinatown. And and I looked at this video over and over again. I thought, my goodness, this could have been my father, my grandfather. And I know for the Asian culture, when something happens, they don't report it because it's not something that is, uh, uh, it's not something good to tell people that you're being harassed. Um, so I just know that uh, uh, communities, we need to gather together to be that voice. Uh, for the people who are being harassed. And I don't know whether you remember in uh, 2021 in August, uh, there, uh, there was a racist couple threw garbage to a group of South Asian Punjabi-speaking grandmothers in Aston Park in Surrey. Uh, and again, like that was unbelievable. How could anybody do such a thing to uh, elderly people? But you could tell a lot of the racist attack. Uh, uh, against uh, racialized people, uh, seniors, uh, and children. And this is why communities come together uh, to fight against, to be that strong voice. It's so important. And this is why uh, I co-founded this uh, organization. Now, Doris, we have left the pandemic behind. What is your thought on the anti-Asian sentiment in the current times that we live in? Well, I'm... 
I'm so glad that you asked this question because uh, it was very bad during the COVID pandemic time where everybody's wearing a mask and, you know, right now it seems like, you know, it had died down a little bit, right? The numbers is not as high. But uh, what's happened right now with the foreign uh, countries, nations interfering of Canada uh, election, uh, this has become an issue. The China interference thing it's something uh, uh, a lot of people are talking about, right? And as you probably know, uh, there is a foreign interference commission, and they had just conducted uh, hearings uh, in Ottawa uh, in just a couple of weeks ago. And it will be a series of hearings, uh, one uh, in March, another one in, in the fall. This is very important because it's, it's almost triggering the anti-Asian um, racism again, all over again. Um, and I was just reading this article from CTV News, and uh, there has been a, um, a report, uh, uh, there was an interview done with a, uh, Dr. Henry Yu from the University of British Columbia. And I'm just going to read what he said uh, on CTV News. Uh, this is, came out last year in March 2023. He says, going back to accusations of Chinese money laundering, Chinese foreign buyers being scapegoat for the high housing prices in D.C., there's a long trend of accusation that China is the ill that causing all our problems. And being Chinese, walking out, you know, sometimes you feel like, you know, uh, especially for those who run for office, run for election. Uh, and just because, you know, we're Chinese or we're Asian, uh, uh, are we going to be uh, accused for, you know, because what's behind us uh, is the Chinese government uh, helping us to get, in, get elected. So this is why this commission's work is so important, to get to the bottom of things, get to the bottom of evidence, uh, and uh, and. Uh, and, and so that it's protect those who are in office, who are Asians, who are Chinese, who are politicians right now, uh, to making sure that, you know, this stigmatism uh, will be eliminated. Uh, because it, it could be a problem because a lot of, a lot of times people will ask, like, who, who are you loyal to? Are you loyal to Canada or you are loyal to China? And, of course, if they just look at me, Without talking to me, they will maybe will make the speculation that I'm loyal to China because I'm looking Chinese. But I have been living in Canada for 30 years, so of course my loyalty is is Canada because I have stronger roots here, right? Um, so a lot of this needs to be studied, uh, and uh, a lot of the misinformation and this this information needs to be uh, dismantled so that. Uh, 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 stigmas uh, against Chinese and racism against Chinese can be uh, can be eliminated. And you know, Doris, this gets this gets me thinking. You know, you you describing this situation as you know, how can people be an ally? How can they show their support? Mm. Um, I think reading accurate information uh, it's very important. Uh, making sure you find out where the source of the information is coming from. Um, and uh, and look for those information, uh, and because and be an ally to those who are um, who are suffering, uh, the ones that are being uh, victims of racism and discrimination, uh, and um, 
and, and ask them, how can we help you? How can I help you? Because I know some victims, uh, they're, uh, they're hesitant to report. Like I mentioned, because as Asian culture, uh, as a Chinese person, we operate uh, a lot under the honor and shame culture. So if we experience anything like this, we just thought, okay, you know what? Uh, it, it, could, but it could be just a one-off thing, and uh, let's not make a big deal out of it. Um, so as an ally, I think the most important thing is uh, give that person space and time uh, to digest and process what they had experienced, uh, to offer support and to offer help, but be respectful at the same time, not imposing uh, your your idea that, oh, yeah, if, if you experience it, you've got to report right away, uh, and be the resourceful person. If, if the person is ready to report, then uh, provide some information to that person and say, here's a, a hotline that you, uh, you can phone. I have to say that BC government was one of the first um, provincial governments uh, in, in across Canada to set up the anti-racism hotline with all different languages. So this is something the NDP government had done a tremendous amount of work to tackle racism. So something like that is, is an all I can do is to offer those resource information to the victims who have experienced racism. Doris, really appreciate your time. Thank you so much for speaking to us. And is there anything else you'd like to add before I let you go? Uh, no, I just want to wish um, uh, your listeners a, a happy Lunar New Year. Uh, and uh, it's it on this uh, coming Saturday. And uh, it's a year of the dragon. Uh, as you know, dragon is full energy, uh, uh, full of strong power. So I hope everybody, uh, you know, in your community, uh, in, in our communities, uh, people will be coming together in strong, unified voice to fight against racism and discrimination. Thank you so much. You take care now, and happy Lunar New Year to you as well. Thank you so much.